You are listening to the Catholic Thinkers Podcast, a free treasury of instruction in the Catholic intellectual tradition. If you enjoy this lecture, please visit us at catholicthinkers.org forward slash donate. This course is from our International Catholic University Classics Collection, originally recorded between 1995 and 2005. I want to begin this session by reviewing the principal parts of the model verbs that we are using in this course. The first conjugation model verb is parro, I prepare. The four principal parts, parro, parare, parawi, paratum. Please repeat. Second conjugation, our model verb is moneo. Moneo, monere, manui, manitum. And that verb means I warn. The third conjugation verb, the model verb is ducho, duchere, duxi, ductum, to lead. And remember what the four principal parts are. The first part is the first person singular, present, active, indicative. I prepare. The second principal part is the active infinitive, to prepare, or to warn, or to lead. The third principal part is the first person singular, perfect, active, indicative. I have verbed. And the fourth principal part is the perfect passive participle, having been verbed. Okay, let's now look at the third conjugation, I-O verbs. The, the model verb that we will use for I-O verbs of the third conjugation is copio, I capture. Please repeat, copio, I capture. The four parts are capio, capre, capi, captum. That translates, I capture, to capture, I have captured, and having been captured. Notice that it has an I in the first principal part. That's why it's called an I-O verb. The infinitive is a third conjugation infinitive, capre. This E is a short E, just like in ducere. It's not capere. Do not mispronounce that infinitive or you'll get confused when we get into the tenses. It's capere. The third part, capi, that's the perfect active indicative. I have captured, or simply, I captured. And the fourth part, captum having been captured, or simply captured. And again, the passive infinitive, which is here in parentheses, as for the, th the third conjugation verb, ducho, this is formed by dropping off the ERE and adding I, and that translates to be captured. And finally, our fourth conjugation model verb is audio, I hear. Please repeat. The four principal parts, audio, 
audire, audiwi, auditum, to hear, H-E-A-R. Notice that the fourth conjugation also has an I in the first principal part, audio, but the infinitive here is what identifies it as a fourth conjugation verb. You have I-R-E in the infinitive. Audire. And that is a long I there. Audire. Then audiwi, I have heard. And auditum, having been heard. And then the passive infinitive audiri, to be heard. Let me briefly review how we identify verbs, how we identify which conjugation a verb belongs to. The key is the infinitive. First conjugation has A-R-E in the infinitive. Parare. That's a long A. Think of it as a vowel that has strength. It's not a weakling vowel. It's got strength and it's going to stay when this verb is conjugated in the present tense. It's not going away. Second conjugation is similar. You have an ERE, -E, a long E in that infinitive. You also have EO in the first principal part, MONEO, MONERRE, but this E here has strength in it. Just like the A in PARARE, it's going to remain when we conjugate this verb in the present tense. It's the third conjugation. That's the one we don't like <laughs> because it has a short E in this infinitive, ducre. Think of that vowel as a weakling type vowel. It gets intimidated. <laughs> and so when it conjugates in the present tense, the E disappears. Third IO is similar. It's got a weak vowel in the infinitive. And that's going to cause it to disappear when we conjugate the verb in the present tense. But then the fourth conjugation is similar to the first and second. It's got a strong vowel in the infinitive. Audio, audire. And that, that strength of that vowel is going to cause that vowel to remain when we conjugate the verb in the present active indicative. So, now, I want to look briefly at the vocabulary lists that are provided for you for the Latin readings that we'll be doing. And let us practice identifying the conjugation of these vowels. From the first Latin reading, the paternoster, the Our Father, we have the following verbs. I'll read the principal parts and you tell me which conjugation these verbs belong to. Sanctifico, sanctificare, sanctificavi, sanctificatum. I sanctify. Which conjugation do we have here? Sanctifico, sanctificare, A-R-E. In the infinitive, this is a first conjugation verb. How about the verb ad venio, ad venire, ad veni? Adventum, to arrive or come. Which conjugation are we dealing with? Adwenio, adwenire, I-R-E. In the infinitive, 
That is a fourth conjugation. The infinitive gives away the conjugation of the verb. How about do, dare, dedi, datum, to give? Which conjugation are we dealing with here? The infinitive is dare, A-R-E. So that's a first conjugation, just like parro. How about the verb demito, demitere, demisi, demisum, to forgive or dismiss? Which conjugation? The first two principal parts are demito, demitere. That's a third conjugation, just like duho, ducere. How about the verb induho, inducere, induxi, inductum, to lead into or to lead? Well, that's easy. That's a compound form of duho, ducere, so third conjugation. And by the way, here I should point out the difference between ecclesiastical pronunciation and classical pronunciation. You may have heard this infinitive pronounced inducere. The church pronunciation of the C is a CH, whereas classical uh, pronounces the Latin C as a hard K sound. Okay, how about the verb libero, liberare, liberawi, liberatum, to liberate or free? We've got an infinitive with A-R-E, and so again we've got a first conjugation verb. Okay, now let's look at the formation of Latin verbs in the active indicative system. And that's what we have on this chart from here on down, the active indicative system. What you basically do to conjugate a Latin verb is to add the personal active endings to the verb stem. So here's the present tense of parro. Parro, paras, parat, paramus, paratus, parant. And this translates, I prepare, you prepare, he prepares, we prepare, you, plural, prepare, they prepare. Notice that the personal active endings, o, s, t, mus, tis, nt, are added to the verb stem. How do you find the verb stem? You go to the infinitive, that is, the second principal part, and you drop off the re. Well, something happened here, parro, this O here swallowed up the A, but aside from that, you have an A throughout the system or throughout the conjugation. I prepare, you prepare, he prepares, we prepare, you, plural, prepare, they prepare. Now let's look at the second conjugation, the present active indicative. Mon our model verb is moneo, monere, I warn. It's formed in exactly the same way. Moneo, mones, monet. Monemus, monetes, monent. That is, I warn, you warn, he, she, or it 
warns, we warn, you, plural, warn, they warn. You add the personal active endings to the verb stem. How do you find the verb stem? You go to the infinitive and drop off the RE. Okay, so that's a simple and consistent formation. Now the third conjugation is the one that we don't like because it has this short E in the infinitive and that's going to cause some problems in the present tense. Here's the conjugation of duco, I lead, in the present tense. Duco, duchis, duchit, duchimus, duchitis, ducunt. Well, what happened to the, the verb stem, which supposedly should be ducere minus the RE? Because of that vowel, that vowel is weak, it goes away in the present tense. It converts into other vowels, namely O, I, five times, and then U in the third plural. I think of it like a vowel that lacks virility. It lacks strength, and so it changes when it's conjugated throughout the present system. This is the tricky one, the third conjugation, because the E from the infinitive changes into an I and a U in the third plural. But I will teach you a good device for remembering the vowel changes for the third conjugation in a second. The third conjugation, IO, is formed by adding the personal active endings to the I stem of that verb, capio, capis, capit, capimus, capitis, capiunt, translates I capture, you capture, he captures, we capture, you, plural, capture, they capture. And finally, the fourth conjugation, audio, audire, is our model verb. This one is similar to the first and second. It's got that strong vowel in the infinitive, the I-R-E, and it forms by adding the personal active endings to that stem. Audio, audis, audit, audimus, auditis, audiunt. That is, I hear, you hear, he hears, we hear, you hear, they hear. Okay, let's move down now to the imperfect tense, the formation of the imperfect tense. And then when we get to the future, I'll teach you that, that trick for remembering the vowel changes for the third conjugation verbs. The imperfect tense is fairly straightforward. Its formation is simply adding the imperfect endings to the verb stem. The imperfect tense sign are the letters B-A, ba. If you see B-A in a verb form in Latin, I can guarantee you that's an imperfect form. The imperfect tense is formed for the first conjugation, parabam, parabas, parabat, parabamus, parabatis, parabant. That is, I was preparing. Remember the imperfect tense indicates incompleted action in the past time period. 
or progressive action in the past time period. I was preparing, you were preparing, he was preparing, we were preparing, you plural were preparing, they were preparing. You add those imperfect endings directly to the verb stem. The imperfect endings are bomb, boss, bot, bamus, botis, bont. Directly to the stem, para. Where do we get the stem? You go to the infinitive and drop off the RE. The imperfect for second conjugation is formed very similarly. You add these imperfect endings, bombas bat, bamus batis bant, directly to the stem. So, mone bam, mone bas, mone bat, mone bamus, mone batis, mone bant, translates. I was warning, you were warning, he was warning, we were warning, you plural were warning, they were warning. But remember, the imperfect tense in Latin can also be the equivalent of the simple past tense. So you don't have to translate it as progressive action in the past time period. You can translate it simply as past action. The third conjugation is not tricky in the imperfect. It is formed, this E from the infinitive lengthens. Notice that it's, it's long here, du k bomb, and you add the imperfect endings. So du k bomb, du k bas, du k bat, du k bamus, du k batis, du k bant. I was leading, you were leading, he was leading, we were leading, you were leading, they were leading. So there should be no problem here. Or with the third conjugation IO verbs, the I from the stem is going to be retained. Kapie bam, all the way through you're gonna have this I. Then you lengthen the E. That creates your stem. And then you add the imperfect endings. Kapie bam, kapie bas, kapie bat, kapie bamus, kapie batis, kapie bant. I was capturing. You were capturing, he was capturing, we, you plural, they were capturing. And the fourth conjugation is also straightforward. Add the imperfect endings to the verb stem. Audie bam, audie bas, audie bat, audie bamus, audie batis, audie bant. I was hearing, you were hearing, he was hearing, and so forth. So the imperfect is not that difficult in its formation. It's very consistent. The future has some difficulties to it. So let's take a look at the future. There are two ways to form the future tense in Latin. One way that applies to the first and second conjugation, and another way that applies to all the rest. For the first and second conjugation, you form the future by adding future endings to the verb stem. And those future endings are bo, bis, bit, bimus, bitus, bunt. Please repeat. Bo, bis, bit, bimus, bitus, bunt. They're in blue here. You add those endings directly to the verb stem, para. Parabo, parabis, parabit, 
parabimus, parabitus, parabunt. The second conjugation is formed identically. You add bo bis bit, bimus bitus bunt, to the stem of the verb, which is found from the infinitive minus the re. So this translates, I will prepare, you will prepare, he will prepare, we will prepare, you plural will prepare, they will prepare. Similarly, I will warn, you will warn, he will warn, we will warn, you will warn, they will warn. Okay, now it's the third conjugation that, is, that causes us problems in its formation of the future tense. Instead of adding future endings to the verb stem, in the third conjugation, you change the vowels. Notice, ducam, duques, duket, duchemus, duchetis, duquent. Notice, in contrast with the first, or with the present tense, where you have the vowels I, O, and U, in the future, you have the vowels A and E. Ducam, duques, duquet, duquemus, duquetis, duquent. I will lead, you will lead, he will lead, we will lead, you plural will lead, they will lead. Similarly, in the third conjugation, IO, you don't add these future endings, you add different vowels to the stem. Capiam, capies, capiate, capiemus, capietus, capient. I will capture, you will capture, he will capture, we, you plural, they will capture. And also the fourth conjugation, which is similar to the third here in its formation of the future, you use the vowels A and E to form this. Audiam, audies, audiet, audiemus, audietis, audient. I will hear, you will hear, he will hear, we, you plural, they will hear. Well, now let me teach you a learning device to help you remember the vowel changes for the future indicative active of third conjugation verbs. And I'll put these on the board. The third conjugation. forms its present tense with the vowels I, O, U, and it forms its future tense with the vowels A and E. Remember the five vowels in the English language, A, E, I, O, U. Those are our vowels, A-E-I-O-U. For third conjugation Latin verbs, the present tense is formed with the vowels I-O-U, and the future tense is formed with the vowels A and E. I cannot tell you how much this little device has helped me in being able to read 
Latin. The first step, of course, in being able to use such a device is you have to know the conjugation of the Latin verb. You have to have memorized the principal parts of that verb. If you haven't done that, this will not help you. But if you know that a verb belongs to the third conjugation, such as ducho, ducre, duxi, ductum, or ago, agre, egi, octum, to do or to drive or to discuss, if you can identify that conjugation, you can form that verb in the future and in the present using this little learning device. AE are the vowels for the future. IOU are the vowels for the present. Notice, for duco, you've got the vowels I five times O and U. There's IOU. And now look at the future. You've got the vowels A and then E five times. Same with IO verbs of the third conjugation and the same with the fourth conjugation. This little learning device applies. So little things like this. I'll try to teach you more of these. They're, they're very helpful and will facilitate your mastery of the verb conjugations. We'll stop here with this lesson with the future tense and continue with the perfect tense in our next session. We hope you enjoyed listening to Catholic Thinkers. Please visit us at catholicthinkers.org forward slash donate to help us keep this content free.